People like games. Present. The at some point in the day show with Solo and Reg. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the at some point in the day show. It has been a long time since I did an episode after saying I was going to do one. But before I get any further into this, everybody, meet Delano, the Reginald, the new co-host of said show, newest member of PLG. Say hello, Reginald. How we doing, folks? Living the dream. But beyond that, the Reg has been in charge of the Instagram. So if you've been on it and seen any content that you think is very good, that's the man. So at people at games as the Instagram handle, etc. And be sure to follow. A lot of good content. Reginald, anything you want to add there? So um just follow us on Instagram. Twitter's gonna start popping off again soon. Uh if you want to get in on the subreddit, start up a conversation. We'll be in there all the time once you guys are in there too. Exactly. That's a good one. I always forget to do the plugs the right way, but regardless. If you are new, the show is a bunch of topics that seem interesting and worthwhile and are newsworthy or maybe not if it has crossed our radar or not. Regardless, we're just going to jump right into it. Gaming culture and off the top after a while, Reginald, start us off. What's our first story? Uh, Let's talk about Super Mario 3D All-Stars first. Probably one of the biggest things to come out of Nintendo in a while, at least. They've been kind of a little bit slow compared to everyone else lately. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to really be in the conversation when you're not actively pushing a new console like Xbox and and uh, PlayStation are right now. But I'll take what I can get. And I've been asking for these games forever. I, I didn't even play uh, Super Mario Sunshine as a kid. So I'm getting my first experience right now. And I love this game. The, uh, um, there's there's oh, a big on. gap between the people who were big Nintendo. Like, I was a Nintendo fan, and the Switch is actually the first console I've had since the N64. And so, like, the in-between consoles, like the Xbox or PlayStation, ended up being more pound for pound worth your dollar in terms of the gaming experience overall and GameCube. And on the Nintendo titles always felt or felt a little bit niche compared to what everything else was. They really changed that, too, moving into things. I don't know how like all of these classics get like a second life. But what did you think of the idea of limited releases? Because to be frankly honest, people, we recorded this yesterday. So if it sounds like we might be going through some motions, it's because we recorded this exact conversation yesterday. So at a certain degree, we might just blow it up and just start talking about random shit anyway. (laughs) But before we do that, all right. Favorite one of the three. I'm just going to change it up because we're not running the same routine we did. Sorry, folks. Run it new. Favorite of the three. Um, right now, I gotta say Sunshine. I love all three games. I mean, I'm loving Sunshine for the first time ever right now, but I'm loving it so much and I never had any experience with it before. So it's a completely new game to me. Like 64, Sunshine and Galaxy are all completely different games. And this is just something I never like had the feel that Mario could do. That's interesting because I hadn't, I played it like a little bit on a friend's GameCube because I didn't have it either. and. I when I'm I ended up getting Luigi's Mansion, three. If you've not played it, it's literally Mario Sunshine with Ghost in a vacuum, same <laughs> exact conceptual game. So when I saw that, I was like, "Yes, yeah, it's pretty cool." But surprising concept, 
to be really that enjoyable and fun. It's yeah. really difficult too, though, to a degree. And what's sort of annoying me is I want to play Galaxy because it looks so beautiful, but at the same time, I'm a sucker for like, I gotta finish this one before I can move yeah. on. So every time well, I turn on the console- I'm gonna play them through. And I, I started playing Mario 64, I got through two Bowsers and then I was like, all right, I just gotta do Sunshine now. Exactly. It's like right. now or never. There's a, there's a nostalgia factor to the N64 one and I'm definitely gonna sit down when maybe I have less games to play or time to be like, hey, I wanna throw back game. But like right now I'm like, I want a little bit more of experience. And Sunshine's nice because it's novel. I like when there's like great games like that that have been around that I wanted to do and now I can play it on a new console. That is actually, you know, as we were just talking about with Nintendo too and their strategy, if they are laying low right now, do you think they're gonna start bringing out, now they have Pikmin Deluxe coming out too with number three, do you think they're gonna go back into the stash the same way you're starting to see the Spyros and the Crash Bandicoots and start seeing a revival of a lot of these titles that people missed on the in-between consoles? And if so, what's one title that you would look forward to seeing? So I think a lot of people kind of forgot about this because it's been a while and we've got a lot of new news on Pokemon and what's going on with them. But Pokemon Snap is on its way too. And that was one of those games that as a kid, yeah, I messed with it a little bit. My cousin had an N64, so that's where I really got the experience with it. But all the, the casual gamers that the Switch and their affiliate things going on, like Pokemon Go, all these things that kind of feed into this whole Nintendo network, all these casual gamers are going to jump back right back into this thing, especially when you were maybe a gamer as a kid, didn't keep up with it as much, you would still be considered more of a casual now. And that's something that'll pique your interest way faster than some game that you know nothing about. It, and that's where I'm surprised Nintendo ended up failing so miserably on a mobile strategy because one of the things that sort of rises to the top for those is, as you're saying right now, familiarity with the title. So like if it's Mario or Pokemon, whatever the word is that ends up going into it, it would be a huge boost on mobile. But they've been they've been just miserably bad, and I think they're going to end up partnering with Apple and Apple Arcade to a degree. I don't know why. I still think it'll happen. Just pure speculation. But one game. I mean, it more. makes sense once Apple One comes out. Yeah, that's true. But one game but yeah. that you'd uh, you'd see remade that was from that console. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a little time to think as I talk about mine. Wind Waker by far. Ethan, that's my favorite Zelda, and the success of. Actually, not really success. Link's Awakening really fell through the cracks. And it's not only top 10 sales list. I, I played it. I thought it was one of my favorite ones. It was one of my favorite games on the Switch. Just entire, entirely speaking. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate it, by the way. Yeah, it, it didn't get all the buzz afterwards. I got it track bad. This is really cool. It's really nice. <laughs> I just want to say that for no reason. But let's continue. You were saying? Um, Well, actually, now that you brought up Zelda, I, I think especially because we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but Mario 3D All-Stars gotten a little controversy because we found out it was all emulation. They didn't port these games over, which I'm not the biggest snob on that. I'm not the biggest 30 FPS lock uh, because it's an emulator. Uh, that, that doesn't kill me as long as my frame rate's not dropping. Like these games are fine with me. And if it's that easy for them to emulate something over and do a limited run, why not give me a Zelda All-Stars? Just 
just Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. The two of those games, if you could put those on a cartridge, they will sell almost as fast as Super Mario 3D All-Stars. I don't want to say as fast, but definitely almost as fast. I'm going to agree with that one 100%. And there's no reason that Nintendo has to compete with new consoles being released because they have their own pro in the canon that they're going to release, you know. But now jumping over to a different one uh, or a different topic, but sort of staying within Nintendo, Pokemon. There's rumors that a Pokemon Masters is coming to the Switch that incorporates all of the classic Pokemon games. Yeah, the uh, I've seen rumors of the Master Collection. And um, that's supposed to apparently be announced for spring. I think that is in their canon. I think 3DS or 3D All-Stars was the first shot of that bow. So once my idea of them actually doing that ends up happening in a console, like you even said, Ocarina Majora, if they just sell yeah. bundle collections of their favorite games or people's favorite games, emulator port gives a shit as long as you can play it on your Switch. But Yeah, and if you're if they're gonna have things like uh like the virtual console, like we already we already have a little bit of that with uh, the NES channel and the SNES channel. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard rumors of an N64 channel, which would be kind of contrary to what they just did by releasing Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Because if you're going to hook that up to Nintendo Online and then offer all these games, maybe they're not going to offer what they offered on 3D All-Stars there. Maybe that's, why maybe that's where we'll get Galaxy 2. Because if they run a service and then make limited games, I think that would be like a limited release cycle and then hey now you can only access it on the service unless you bought it during that lifeline mm -hmm. and then for the future versions of that sales technique it'll really drive it within the timeline because people know nintendo serious and nintendo serious about their pricing they don't even drop their shit over time so and if we're talking about pokemon those games go up seriously seriously especially physicals and so whoever's buying digitals you're being silly anyway yeah Genshin Impact, the new mobile crossplay title. I have not played it really other than to see. I'm playing it enough for the both of us. <laughs> and now one of the things I wanted that you mentioned was that it's free to play. And I hadn't really run into any part of the game that resembled a good monetary system that would make me want to pay for something. But apparently... The game ended up making $60 million in its first week. What do you attribute that to as someone who plays the game? Um, I think it's got a lot to do with aesthetic. I think one thing that kind of goes under the radar is that you don't feel the need to purchase. Like, I'm not going into Genshin Impact and saying, I need to spend X amount of money to catch myself up and do this. Maybe it's just because I've been hitting all these first week bonuses and everything, but the amount of things that I've been able to do without having, I've, I've not put a dollar into either the PlayStation or the mobile version, and I've still been having a great time the whole way. So it's, you're never forced to pay, which I think makes people more inclined to pay. I agree. When they, when they don't feel like they have to do it and they just enjoy the game, that's where you're getting your money. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Uh, and, and it shows, obviously, it was the number two mobile game during its release. Um, but I think there's that. I think even though people are going to give it shit for being a Breath of the Wild clone, quote unquote, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that to an extent, 
people like the familiarity, but it's not completely the same. It still feels more like a mobile game. So it's easier to kind of just jump in and not really have to think too hard about how you're playing or strategizing. But if you want to, you can. It's it's that it's got that much depth. You can hook up they're non-aesthetic, but you've got armor pieces basically, you've got all these different weapons with different effects. Makes there's me wonder why games like cooking. Dauntless don't become a success. Like what? Dauntless, the free-to-play sort of Monster Hunter S Dragon Slayer, like Monster Hunting game. But if it yeah. had launched mobile first the way Genshin impacted and then was cross-play, do you think I wonder if that just attributes to success. But even though it's cross-play, wait, you can't play the same account. So I can't I can't cross-play my mobile to my PS4. But I can cross-play if I had a PC, which I don't. It's not available for our Mac OS for some reason yet. Um then I would be able to hook up my PC to my mobile. I wonder if it runs so, cloud gaming services. Well like NVIDIA. Hmm. NVIDIA well, they, we'll check back it's and then we're going to update you people next time that we find out whether that's plausible because cloud gaming is very interesting especially in terms of licensing of these games and so when a game comes out mobile only I wonder how that ends up functioning but it's also apparently coming out for the Switch so look out for that that will make a huge difference because that aesthetic and type of game that's, I really thought Overwatch would end up being huge on the Switch when it came over, but that sort of failed miserably. I just don't think it was brought over in a good version. That might be more of a testament to Overwatch, kind of. Yeah, I think I'm falling off a bit. Overwatch died heavily. But then, but then there's also not as well. I can't even say that because when Doom came to the Switch, everybody went for it right away. It's it's not that there's not adult serious gamers on the Switch. Exactly. So there's got to be something else probably overwatch sucking sorry blizzard yeah suck it anyway on <laughs> to our last topic dreamcast a rumored mini version of it is coming out would you buy it what was your favorite dreamcast game why do people keep making mini and retro mini consoles those three collectability that that for your last question that's my first answer was that collectability yeah and i i think just like we said super mario 3d all-stars <laughs> that really hits with uh with the collectors I, th I think the switch is kind of built for that stuff where we see a lot of consoles now are going digital only there's still going to be those people who buy that $500 ps5 with a disc tray just so they can buy special editions and put another disc on their rack i mean I'm a physical purchaser, if only because then you actually get ownership of it because when a game that you own digitally just gets wrapped up, then you no longer play it. But I don't know. That's the answer to the question because all these games are tied to the internet now, so I don't know. Well, that's that's another problem that's going on too is I, I don't disagree with emulation, but then, then we get complaints about things like Super Mario 3D All-Stars, where people who are a little bit more snobby about, I want to play in 4K 60 FPS. Well, you can play on a Dolphin emulator if you want. Yeah, exactly. But I... I want an official Nintendo too, release. I, really I don't want everything to have to be like a sketchy emulator that I got to run for my PC. Sometimes I'll just take it if it's going to be on my Switch. Like I, It's worth the, the tax. Like If it's like, hey, I could do it for $10 there, it's like, go fucking do it over there for $10. Like, just... Let everyone else pay $60 for it. 
because this is a good system for people like us who want to play these games that don't really exist in individual versions anymore. Who has an N64? Who collects these sort of things? It's impossible. You're looking for Pokemon. You know what the deal is. <laughs> but getting back to the, the mini consoles thing, yes. Um, I'll tell you right now, I have an SNES mini to play specific games. I, I saw that it was on there and I was like, what better way to play this game aside from a real SNES than having an SNES remote? I, I don't care if it's running emulator. I I I love booting it up. I love seeing all this nostalgic looking menu and everything and just hopping in on even though it's not the most comfortable controller, just to know that I'm playing on what it was made for. Okay. That to saying. me it gives me that little more of the, of the appreciation of what's going on with the game. That makes sense. I'm going to agree with that. And so if there was one game off the Dreamcast, so because I now I can't really argue with that as a functional reason to say, hey, even if it's small and singularly oriented, it's still the experience. So shit, you can't put a real, put a real price tag on that. So moving on to favorite game on the Dreamcast. Was it uh, Sonic Adventure Battle? Two was on there, right? That was. That was like I think that was Knuckles on it. Yeah, I, I was a bit, uh, I was a bit young for the Dreamcast, but that was the one game that I would play nonstop. My cousin had it, and every time I was at his house, done. Marvel vs. Capcom Two for me. Oh, I forgot that was on Dreamcast. And then they had the little like cartridge thing that went in the middle of the controller, and yep. it had like the. See, if they that was like your memory card with a little like uh, almost like a Digimon kind exactly. of exactly the way on. the PlayStation has had a version of it, I think, on the PS3, but in the PS4, they just have like the touch bar pad thing. One console ended up doing it, I forget who it was, I don't think it's PlayStation. We're gonna figure it out, but <laughs> I would love to see a lot of those games brought onto just sort of digital only versions purchasable. If you're a fan of emulators, then would you say that the experience of playing, like, if you could play a Nintendo game, SNES game on the Switch through the service, does it not really sort of play the same way? It's like, ah, I like it, but if I'm sitting somewhere and want to play the same, how's that end up I've, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people who, who say things like, I have an SNES Mini, but now half of those games are available on the Switch, so I'd rather just play them on the Switch. And I get that, I really do, but it's streaming a game, um, and again, like, for me, it's really about having that in your hand and feeling like you're playing an SNES or feeling like you're playing a Dreamcast Mini. I, I don't have a PS1 uh, Mini because I still have my PlayStation 1, so, like, I still get my fix out of that. But the games uh, are a killer. Yeah, at the PS1 games were uh, were so-so, except yeah. for Final Fantasy VII. That, that's what really dropped but them. I never played Final my Fantasy PS1 Classic. I, Did you play the remake? Kid, I Was played, that good? I didn't play the remake yet, but I've only heard good things. All right. I got to get a hand. I got to get my hands on it. I've heard it's a little bit different. I have to. Like, I, I was a Final Fantasy IX fan, so like that came out on the Switch, and I bought it, and I was like, Gee, it's, it's the best one by far. It's way better than seven. <laughs> but regardless... I, um, I liked nine. I liked. Uh, I did like ten, and I, really I didn't play 10. ten too. But yeah. but I enjoyed ten, ten and then was fifteen. Good. Ten was like the PS two one, so it was like the Titanic of what Final was... Fantasy games, if that makes sense. 
oh and 13 was the one that i think that's when i got into it that was lightning the the pink haired chick oh i don't remember that one i remember i don't even remember that the cloud no cloud was seven what was it cloud was the, seven. what was 10's name titus titus or titus whatever you titus and one whatever i'm a kingdom hearts fan um, that, that's where i learned about him from. exactly and fuck nintendo for not adding Sora into smash yet and giving us like we're, not, we're gonna argue about it the next time around we're gonna run like way too long so now yeah. that, that was the first one that we had to re-record because i fucked up the audio but it doesn't matter because we kept fresh and just randomly pulled out the dome next time will be more cleaner not a phrase but i'm gonna run with it <laughs> meet the new co-host again say hello say goodbye and take us out however you would like to it's the at some point in the day show we're back reg merch coming soon stay on the lookout uh and the first time you'll find about it is from at people like games instagram twitter watch out for the subreddit boom our backslash people like games that is a theme of similarities in all socials anyway that's all we'll be back next week at some point so figuring out a recording schedule hope you enjoy and we're back stick around peace peace